Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. So, ladies and gents, this is like a really big moment right now. Because when I started my podcast, you were like number one on my list of eventual like guests that I wanted to have. Stop right now. Rachel Zoe, <laughs> I'm in your office right now. Holy shit. You are, and I'm so excited you're here. Are you comfortable, by the way? I am the most, I could not be more comfortable. Like, really? the only way I could be more comfortable is if I was wasted. Let's be honest. <gasps> Do you want a cocktail? I mean, do you seriously have alcohol laying around? Of course. Really? Listen. I love you even more than I thought I we did. We do happy hour. We do rosé all day sometimes. We do some champs when it's a birthday. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, we do frozen yogurt pies and um, sometimes Sweet Lady Jane cakes and cupcakes. Yeah, we, we, keep, it, we keep it fun. So this really <laughs> is my mecca. It, will you come back? I would love to. Do you want to come back and hang out? I've never seen anything so visually stunning. And now every, I thought <gasps> I was walking you. into the Devil Wears Prada and everyone was going to be mean. No. Everyone's so nice and friendly and oh, well-dressed. I love that. Um, first of all, thank you. Um, second of all... Um, would you tell me if you weren't comfortable on that chair? Because the really, oh, yeah, the really pretty chairs over there, your knees kind of go into your face when you no, sit. No, this them. is perfect. Okay, it good. has like a nice, cute little okay. white cushion. Cool, cool. I just want to make perfect. sure. I just want to make sure. Thanks so, for coming. Thank you. So I was thinking about how to introduce you for so long. I spent hours this last week being like, Nothing real will really do it justice because you're not just a stylist. You're not just a designer. You're not just an influencer. Like you've actually like changed fashion for at least my generation. Like you have. You're the sweetest. No, and I'm, I'm not even trying to no, like. No, but you're so, that's so nice. But you, <laughs> but before you, I remember in high school, like always like stealing like my mom's Vogue's and all of these magazines and everything just seemed so sterile and unattainable. Mm-hmm. And then you came along like with your little sun, sunshiny, like bouncy Aww. blonde hair and you had a show and you made fashion fun and you brought personality to it you know it's so first of all it's so sweet that you say that it's really really it means more to me than you could know that you say that because for me I've never been about inaccessibility I've never been about you know being unapproachable and that applies to not just me the person but me the company me the brand me the business me the stylist I just think people used to say to me like what do you think separates you as a stylist and I would be like well not only do I love it and what's and it's what drives me it's that I genuinely have so much fun with it and I think that fashion is something that well it's incredibly artistic and creative and intelligent and all of these things, you still have to have a good time because if you're not having a good time, I don't know how you can work that hard at something. I I mean, that's just my personal take on it, you know? Well, because you were like that, you now have opened the door for like so many other women to feel like fashion's okay. Because before I feel like it, it was seen as just like 
frivolous or or like we were vapid if like I wanted a designer handbag and now you have made it so that you can be both into fashion and aesthetics and glamour and all that stuff but also be an intelligent woman you don't have to choose one or the other you absolutely do not in fact one of my most favorite things and I think we're seeing this and this is just at the top of my head but you know when you look at someone like Michelle Obama Mm -hmm. right so she's this incredibly powerful woman. Yeah. Um, we all look up to her. And, I mean, I do. She's extraordinary. She is a game changer, in my opinion, in every single way. But then she also loves fashion. Oh, yeah. And not in a pretentious way. In a way that just says, it's okay for me to have style. Yeah. Because I'm in this position of power and authority and all of these things, I can still have flavor and style and have fun with how... I put my fashion message out there and you kind of know what's going on with her by what she's wearing a little bit. Like, you know what her purpose is that day, you know, and you're so right. And I just, I have so much respect for her and I I love how so many of these incredibly powerful women right now love to dress up and they really care about what they look like. And, you know, I think like you said, I think you know, in so many parts of business, it's still a man's world. And so I think women thought they have to dress like men mm-hmm. in order to be taken seriously. And I, I think we're changing that. I think everyone. I, um, well, you started it. It's like oh, you started a revolution. So do people tell you that? They do, but I don't hear it. <laughs> like like what you're saying, I'm just kind of dodging it because I'm like, no. But it is crazy. I can't <laughs> think of one other stylist or like anyone oh. that in fashion that really made it okay for for everyone. And made it so much fun. And it, it just became like a movement. I think because you're like the ultimate girl's girl. Well, I am a girl's girl. And I, and I think the thing is, is that we're all real people, right? Um, I think celebrities for the longest time and supermodels and anyone who's in a position of power or authority or influence um, was looked at as untouchable. And like, okay, they can wear that because they're famous. They can wear that because they're rich. They can wear that because they have access. They they have their red carpet moment because they're an actress. At the end of the day, everyone has a red carpet moment every day. Yes, that you right? had that in your first book. But I believe that. I believe mm-hmm. that. I feel like if you're going out with your boyfriend tonight or your girlfriend or whoever, whatever you're doing, if you're going out with your husband, your, your, your son, your daughter, whatever it is, you want to feel good. You will feel better inside if you look better looking better does not take a lot of work it just takes paying attention yeah. you know and and at the end of the day i do really believe that taking an extra five minutes to care about yourself is really okay because that's all a lot of us have is five minutes you right. know um and i and i i just believe in it and i think ultimately i couldn't practice it i couldn't preach it if i didn't believe it and i do think women should have fun and you should create these fantasy moments for yourself um and even if you're going out with one person and nobody's really gonna see you well I mean you could always snapchat it by the way in my day that was not like in in my day not to sound like a matey but in my day there was no snapchat there was no it's so sad it's so sad But (laughs) but it is kind of cool and as much as I love social media and I love Kevin Systrom and I love Instagram and I love all of it and I think it's brilliant and I love the access and and knowledge that that we can all have about everything there was something to be said about a decade or so ago where everything was still a mystery, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I think the reason I started my show then was to kind of take the take the, the blanket off that mystery a little bit, you know? How did that even come about? Did you know you wanted to, that you were going to, no. you were able to be a personality, no. not just someone who had talent? No, 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 no. Like, how does that happen? Um, literally never. Like, even when I was in plays when I was younger and like, they would offer me the lead role and then I would say no and take the, the support, like the, the, the smaller tree. role that, I, <laughs> listen, I always wanted to be the tree, right? Um, which is funny because my son always wants to be the lead, but I always wanted to be the tree. And um, no, but I would get these things and my dad would always like be standing there applauding and he'd be like, you need to, you know, when I became a stylist, he's like, big mistake. And I'm like, why? He's like, because you should be on the other side of the camera. And I'm like, no, dad, I'm way more comfortable here. And so it wasn't until, honestly, 12, 13 years into my career that the this sort of situation came about to kind of go in front. And it was really, I set out to the intention of my show, although it came out very differently. The original intention was to, you're way too young, I think you were an embryo, when um, Elsa Clinch was on CNN Style. 
And at the time, she was my idol. So I was like 13, maybe. I'm going to Google her right away when I leave this yes. place. Yes. <laughs> what, well, what I found, what, what was so fascinating to me about her was she had this um, access to designers. And she went around the world and she interviewed these designers backstage at the shows and like got into their minds and like what inspired them. And so for me, my celebrities, my heroes were always Karl Lagerfeld and, you know, John Galliano and Marc Jacobs and all of these incredible designers. And so I was like, God, I want people to know how amazing these people are and what goes into it and what goes into like, you know, a fashion show and all of these things. And then it just, you know, after meeting with Bravo and, you know, what it became is what it became, something very different. Um, and which is fine. Well, because thank we were God, because it. look what you did. <laughs> look what you did for us. Well, we had a lot of fun. You know, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a tough show to do, but really fun. And, um, you know, and what I like now is that years later, just pretty much every day of my life, there's someone that says like, I miss the show. That show changed my life. I loved you and Roger. I loved the it business. Really or I loved, did. You know? It really did That's change so lives. That makes me so, you don't understand. If, if that's ultimately what came out of the Rachel Zoe project, that makes me happier than any other thing would ever make me, other than my family, of course. Well, then <laughs> you can go to sleep happy every night, homegirl. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Well, you really are. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so You're cute. So sweet. You're so I'm sweet. so cute. You're so cute. Um, I know that you went to college for sociology and psychology. I did. So were you just like, sorry, parents, I'm just going to screw my degree. Sorry you had to pay for that. No. And just... Like, how does that happen that all of a sudden you're like, you know, I think I'm I think I'm going to shift. Well, I'll tell you how, because um, a long time ago, again, when you were probably a fetus, um, there was not the sort of opportunity that is today. So me being an intern before college or during college, like maybe that could have happened. But at the time, I didn't even know what a stylist was when I was in college. Right you now. Um, and psychology and sociology were what I majored in because I was obsessed with people and their minds and how they thought and people's behavior. And I loved people. And I knew whatever I did with my life, I had to be around people that excited me and interested me and that I wanted to talk to and I wanted to hear about. And I will always say that one of the best things about my career is the people that I've been around and able to meet. And whether that's a DP on a video set that came from New Zealand and one of 12 children and on a shoot we spent 10 days together and I learned everything about this person. There are very few jobs in this world that enable you to meet people from around the world, from every walk of life, every shape and size, and different people come into your life every single day, every shoot you do, everything is different. And that's kind of an incredible thing to be able to live through. Um, and I think even to this day, psychology and sociology have very much come in handy for me. You're probably <laughs> right. Yeah. You have no idea how many times I've like, I mean, I always used to say when I was um, just a stylist, and when I say just, I don't mean just, um, but I mean when I was really just only styling and nothing, no other parts of my business, I really was like part psychiatrist and part stylist because I think when you're a hairstylist or a makeup artist or a stylist, you are very, very, very um, enmeshed and grossed in the world of your clients. Yes. If you care about it. And I cared about it. And I, I noticed cared about that, them. Actually. And I cared about them. It's like a whole different thing. Like, you can't just be a stylist. No. So, like, my hair girl, when oh, I, no, no. I notice this every time I'm getting oh, my no. hair done, she's talking to her clients. I'm like, of course. don't you ever get tired? Like, I feel they so do. bad By that, the way, like, they you do have to tired. ask me these questions right now. Like, seriously, like, if you don't feel like it, I don't care. Like, Totally, but then there's that awkward silence, right? That's true. That, that's actually that was an that was an exceptional point, right? I mean, but some people like the awkward silence. Like I have friends that go to hairstylists and makeup artists that are like, I go to them because they don't talk to me. I'm like, weird. Yeah, no, that would weird me out. Weird me out. I don't like that weird silence. Yeah. Let's talk about my favorite thing. Wine. Because <laughs> is there anything better? What the heck would we do without wine? Or what would I do without wine? Um, it's only been in the last like few years of my life that like I've really started to understand wine, the varietals of wine and what I like, what my palate is and all of that stuff. And I'm going to give uh, a lot of credit to Cameron Hughes for this because without this company, I'm not sure I would be so well versed, um, in wine. 
and all of the knowledge that I have about it. So let me explain to you what Cameron Hughes is. Cameron Hughes is a company and they have a website, chwine.com, where you can go and buy very well fine wines for 40 to 80% less than their normal prices. So you're asking me, what the fuck? That doesn't even make sense, okay? What Cameron Hughes does is he goes to all of the top wineries, and when a winery has an excess of bottles of wine, he buys them, then puts his own label on them, and then he's able to sell it for or- for 40 to 80% less money. So when you're buying a bottle of Cameron Hughes wine, it could be a, a, a bottle of wine that normally is $150, and you're getting it for 30 or 40 or something, but like really, really cheap, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So if you want to learn about wine or if you're somebody that appreciates nice wines, this is so up your alley. I also think that Cameron Hughes is perfect for gifts. If you're going to a dinner party and everybody knows like when you go to a dinner party or you go over to a housewarming party or something like that, bringing a bottle of wine is just the easiest and the most appreciated thing because no one's going to turn that shit away. But it's really hard to figure out, well, what is a nice wine that they'll appreciate? Okay, so you then just like go for the price range that you think. Or you're like, I guess I should buy this expensive one. That must mean it's good. That isn't necessarily true. But with Cameron Hughes, you're buying really nice wine for a fraction of the price. So if you go to a dinner party with someone who's really bougie and you bring a bottle of Cameron Hughes wine, they will be impressed because they're drinking like the wine of the gods basically. You know what I mean? That's how nice it is. So I formed a relationship with him and I just went to uh, one of his parties where he was releasing a new, uh, a new wine. And that was so much fun. And I've convinced him to give you guys a deal, uh, for your first order of three or more bottles, you get free shipping and a free sommelier grade corkscrew. If you use my code Stasi at checkout. And that's chwine.com. And you got to use my code Stasi at checkout. I'm telling you because I buy wine from him in bulk and uh, shipping gets really expensive. So if you're buying, especially like with the holidays, you want to just like order a shit ton so that you just like have it ready for all these like holiday parties. It gets expensive. So if you buy three bottles or more, your first order, you get free shipping and a free sommelier grade corkscrew. I just like saying the word sommelier because I say it correctly, I think. So it's like really fun. But I know that you'll be so happy. All of I've had so many listeners email me and tweet me about how much like they're thankful, how thankful they are that I've turned them on to Cameron Hughes wine. And I feel like I'm I'm like doing something for the world. Like I'm teaching people how to like really appreciate a nice glass of wine. That will be my contribution when I die. So go to chwine.com, use my promo code Stasi at the end and get free shipping and uh, one more time, free sommelier grade corkscrew. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Y'all, I keep getting complimented on my bed and how comfortable it is. Not that I have many male suitors in there. That's not even what I mean. Sometimes I make my friends come sleep over at my house. Sometimes my mom. My dogs, I feel like, telepathically tell me how comfortable my bed is. And that is because I use bowl and branch sheets. Okay. Y'all know, I've talked about this a lot, that I am a little bit of a sleep snob. I love sleeping. I love my bed. I love anything comfortable. I love being in a hotel with like a really nice bed and like nice sheets and a nice comforter. And that is why I feel like I'm so ride or die with bowl and branch sheets because it feels like you're in a hotel. Meaning the sheets feel like you have like Ritz-Carlton sheets, Four Seasons sheets. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Bowl and Branch has been a part of my life now for almost two years and I remember the first time I got a set of their sheets I was so excited because I felt bougie as fuck and that was really cool and then I started using my own promo code to buy myself extra sheets and then buy my friends gifts like giving my friends sheets as as presents because who doesn't want to receive that? I honestly think sheets are like the perfect present for every single person because you can always use an extra set of sheets and it's something that you don't really think of buying for yourself. So if you're in the market for sheets and you don't go to Bowl and Branch and use my code, 
don't listen to my podcast ever again. And if your friends are in the market for sheets and you don't buy Bull and Branch sheets as a gift for them, don't even listen to my podcast again. Seriously, you guys, they're that good. Bull and Branch sheets are hotel style sheets. They're so fucking comfortable. It's 100% organic cotton, which means they're super soft. And I will say this, three U.S. presidents sleep on Bull and Branch sheets. And I need to know which ones are the ones that are the ones sleeping on it. Like I, I'm going to I'm going to need to do some investigating um, right now. If you go to bullandbranch.com today, you get $50 off your first set of sheets when you use my promo code Stasi. So you go to B-O-L-L and branch.com. Use my promo code Stasi, and you're going to get $50 off. So you really have nothing to lose if you're like in the market for that kind of thing. And like, seriously, you're going to thank me. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, so basically you've mastered the art of like being a people person. I love it. <laughs> what? You yes. guys, they weren't lying. Yes. I have white wine in front yes. of me right now. Day drinking. We keep it light though. There's ice in it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Why not? Cheers. You guys were in, I've reached Nirvana. I'm sorry. It's not rosé. I think we used it all. I'm fine with it. This is beautiful. This is wonderful. Thank you guys yes, so am. much. Oh, it's good. I think it's Pinot Grigio or Sancerre. Man, this Yum. is this really is nirvana like we've reached heaven well i'll just take a little break you know i'll take a stroll i'll take an hour stroll Uh, listen it's just one glass of wine it's fine we're good we're good i'm not driving after this okay good um okay one question i did have okay because i was like researching your your bio and all of that stuff and i'm like i already know everything as i'm researching it what made you like when you're working at ym Mm -hmm. okay how did you all of a sudden start becoming an influencer without people knowing who you are yeah it was very confusing the whole thing was very confusing um it was funny I always tell this story about this one person who's very powerful in the fashion world still is and I was sitting next to her at the show in Milan about maybe 10 years into my career and um <laughs> I literally was sitting next to her and she looks at me and she goes are you Rachel Zoe and I said yes yeah. she goes where did you come from? I said, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, in what way? Like, where was I born? Or like, where do I live? Or, um, and she said to me, I just feel like you came out of thin air. And all of a sudden, I see you everywhere I am. And I sit next to you at every show. And I like did it. And I was like, I don't know where you've been. But I've been working really hard for the last 10 years of my life. And I didn't just come out of thin air. Like, I'm sitting here because I, I really got here the old-fashioned way, which is just working my ass off. Um, and I really didn't have an answer. You know, it was just sort of like, I don't know. I think it was circumstantial. I, I always say that I just worked really tirelessly and really hard out of the genuine love and obsession for what I was doing. And I wanted to be really good at it. And I wanted to make myself happy, but really just kind of prove to myself that I wasn't going to be this girl that like growing up in my town that everyone thought I was going to be, you know, they thought I was going to be this girl that married some rich guy and drove a Mercedes with wet nails, you know? And I just was like, I'm not that girl. You may think I'm that girl, but I'm not that girl, you know? And I married a deadhead. That- <laughs> and we rolled money to go on our first vacation. Oh we literally God, rolled so- change because that's what you did. Where was your first vacation? Uh, Florida. We drove from I'm Washington, D.C. We drove and Roger's car broke down. That's such a cute story. Sure did. And I called my mom and I was like, can I use your credit card for a hotel room? Yeah, true story. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I'm, I'm noticing like something about peep, everyone that I admire, like strong women who have such a passion for what they love and they want to do everything themselves. 100%. Like you remind me of, I interviewed <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth recently. She's the sweetest. And you remind love me her. of her just in a, just a completely Aww. different passion. But you guys have the same, just like, kind awesome cheery energy well I think I think that I think today that some people I think get miss um I I I think that people want to get to where they want to be taking a shortcut and I think 
you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you couldn't take shortcuts, right. really. It was a lot harder to take a shortcut. Right. Because now that person interviewing for whatever job it is has already interned four times, has already worked in four jobs by the time they've gotten to you, and it's their first technical job. But, like, right. they've already had so much experience. Like, for me, I got a job as a job... as I got a job through a friend of a friend of a friend as a fashion assistant, not even knowing what it was, you know? And... I, I always, I mean, I was quoted very young just saying, like, I would do this for free for the rest of my life, and I would have, you know? And I did do many jobs for free. I did. Um, because I thought that they, I could learn from them, and I didn't care what I was being paid to do, you know? It was like, I'm doing this job because so-and-so is shooting it, because I'm shooting this person, I'm working with this photographer, I'm creating this image, this is creating a piece of history, I don't care if I lose money on this job, you know? And those were the kinds of decisions that you had to make and I believe you still have to make building any career. That reminds me of my favorite quote of yours. Can oh I read it? Yes. It says, people who love fashion don't dream of becoming rich. They just thrive on the creativity of the business and fantasize about gorgeous clothes. Yes. True, true That's quote. basically what you said. True quote. I still believe that. I, I still believe that. I 100% believe that because whenever I'm like working, I'm literally thinking about what outfits I'll be able to put together. But I don't work that in fashion, but well, I mean, indirectly. I just love it. <laughs> I just love it. But by the way, you, that's kind of the great thing about fashion. It doesn't have to be your job. You can still love fashion and it not be something that you're hired to, to kind of work in. You know, I think that's the wonderful thing about style and fashion. You can change it. You can evolve. You can dye your hair black. You can dye your hair blonde. You can wear mini skirts. You can wear maxi dresses. You could, it's a total freedom. And that's such a great thing about it. It's like something that shouldn't be taken too seriously, but yet something that you should take as something that is a part of who you are. Yes. And not in that vapid, vacuous way. Yes. And to your earlier point, there have been several moments in my career where I said, I can't do what I do anymore because it's superficial. I don't Really? You felt that way? Oh my God. After 9-11, when I was living in New York, I quit. Wow. I actually quit. I actually really did quit. Um, I turned down one of the biggest jobs in my life, which was with one of the biggest photographers in the world, with one of the biggest actresses in the world, for one of the biggest magazines in the world. And they called me to book me on this shoot um, about a week or two after 9-11. And, and I, I literally looked at Roger and I said, I'm saying no. And he was like, why? I said, because I can't do this anymore. I can't do That's this anymore. crazy. I did. I said, it doesn't mean anything. Um, I'm not saving lives. I'm not helping people. And, um, but you are helping people because you're making people feel good about themselves. Okay, so do you want to hear a true story? Yes, so I want to hear a true story. So three months later, um, we had some friends over, and um, this friend of a friend who was at one of the hospitals, she's a surgeon, and she was at one of the hospitals waiting for um, more people to come in to help from 9-11. And I was so messed up from it, and I was in a super dark place. And... Um, and she said to me, so how's it going? You know, tell me about what you're doing. I was like, no, tell me about what you're doing because what you do matters, you know? And she, um, she said to me, what are you talking about? I said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be a stylist anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start like, I'm going to be like a social worker. I'm going to go back to psychology and like da-da-da. And she looked at me and she said, you're out of your mind. You have to keep doing what you're doing because you know what? She was like, the only way that I got through the sadness that I've been feeling every single day when people stopped coming to this hospital and we ran out of people to help and like no one else came and I was in this deep dark place, you know what I did? She's like, I got dressed, I put makeup on, I did my hair, I put on the clothes you told me to buy. I did all these things and she said, and you know what, I felt human. She's like, I felt like I could like live again, I could breathe again, I felt like a woman again, I felt like all these things and I literally just, at that moment, just had this kind of like, okay, so if I go back to this, how am I going to do this in a way that I'm going to be really proud of what I do and that I'm going to feel like in some way I'm helping, in some way I'm giving back, in some way I'm doing something to make a contribution to, you know, to life and to people and do something that matters. And so that's when kind of philanthropy, while it was always an interest at 27, 25, it was just like all I was, it was in my career, you know? Right. And that's when kind of philanthropy just became like basically as big of a part of my life, you know? And I started to get involved in all the things that I'm involved in now, but over the years, even more so, because that's kind of my favorite part of what I do. But even what, but even styling and designing clothes and just like being that 
kind of leader for women, mm -hmm. that's helping people. Like you're helping even without. I'm just but, saying, but yes, like it's, you really are. What are we here for if not that? Yeah, in, in my opinion, I mean that's kind of where I am in my life and in what in in and just mentally, physically, emotionally, it's like I don't know. I think I think when you're in a certain position, um, you have to think about what you're doing in that position and 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 how you're helping and how you're leading and what you're doing and what kind of influence you can have and what what changed it again for me later was with my first book. And I remember very distinctly being in Palm Springs at the Parker and going out to um, the restaurant there one morning. And this, this woman like stopped me and she said, I just need to talk to you and I need to thank you. And I said, okay, why? And she said, because I've been going through chemotherapy and it's like my third round of treatment and I read your book and I watch your show and it helped me. It helps me want to live. It helps me want to be pretty. It helps me want to care about myself. It helps me. And I literally just went to a very different place. It's, and that, and that is amazing. changed my life. And that changed my, because, you know, every time you say what you do doesn't matter, you have to then turn to yourself and say, how do I make it matter? How do I make it matter? And how do you go to sleep at night feeling good about what you do? Yeah. You know, because you can look at anything and say, that's vapid, that's vacuous, that's superficial. You're right, you you're know? absolutely right. But it's ultimately what you do with it and how you change the game in your own way. Yeah, because you know? I'm telling you, that woman, I, I was, when I got your book, it was 2007, so I was a freshman in college, and I was coming out of my, like, awkward, I wanted to be goth, like, I thought I wanted to be half goth, you know <laughs> so what I mean? So did you have, like, jet black hair and black nails, yes, but, like, still but you're pretty, still, like, but blue eyes I, I wouldn't say I was that pretty, I went through, like, my awkward stage, okay. but I thought, it, I wanted to be, like, fashion-y goth, you okay, know, like, okay, okay. Ava Green. Sure, Angelina Jolie at yeah, that moment. you know, very basic of I me. I hear you, I hear you. And uh, I remember buying your book, and that was, like, what I read over and over again to like make me feel like I'm gonna turn into a swan at some point <gasps> yes. and I and look at I you did. you're a swan <laughs> you but, are a swan but really and I would follow all of your rules I would and I liked that you said don't even follow my rules because fashion shouldn't have any rules no but I still followed everything that you that said it was it just made me happy to be to feel good about myself and feel like I could enjoy fashion and it was accessible and all of that. And I, I, I really think that confidence building, and I think that's also part of our responsibility as women, is to start that very young. Because I know for me, I had zero confidence um, as a child. And it's so weird because I couldn't have had bigger cheerleaders as parents. Yeah. But I think as women, we need that. We need that reinforcement um, at a very young age and men, you know? But I think that. I think that that's how you ultimately build your path, your journey, your career in your life is how you feel about yourself and what you want to put out there in the world, you know, and who you want to be and how you want to be talked about and how you can affect change, you know, and, and how you can teach the women under, like younger than you what you didn't know. And how you would do it differently, you know? You're like the fashiony Oprah or the fashiony <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. I love you. You know? You're so cute. Are you about so to gift me a car? I'll, <laughs> gift you, I'll gift you a box of style. Yes. Uh, can we talk about I, this real fast? Yes. Okay. Do you have one? Um, I have a subscription. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So right. I don't have the winter one yet. The <gasps> fall one was my favorite one. Really? Yeah, because it had my favorite item that I've ever gotten in it. The cape? Yes. The yes. white and black. Because yes. I'm like, that is the perfect airport everything isn't it like that is what i'm going to I live know. in every time i, I fly keep it on the front seat of your car because we're always cold it, yeah you know in la it's like freezing at night and then you're sweating during the day right it's perfect and you go into air conditioning and you're wearing something super skimpy and you're freezing yes so then you need it and it's really soft i like road tested it we went through all these different fabrics black and white goes with everything everything right yes have you tried the leather tassel belt the below the yes belt? i have that Did yes you triple wrap it double wrap it wear it in your hip wear it on your waist i wore it around my waist Waist. See, I don't you should. Should, you should I wear it on my, should I try it on my hip? Well, what, what you could do is if you're wearing just like a tunic or whatever, like a long sweater that's like kind of too long, you just put it like kind of on the hip and then you just like, you know, blast it over. And because you're so like cute and little, you could just like wear it Did with like. Did you just say I'm little? That's the nicest thing anyone's ever told little. me. Thank you so much. Do you think you're large? <laughs> do you think you're bigger just, than little? We just like to be told that we're Listen, little. we do. It's we my do. favorite we thing. We do. Although I'd like to be tall. I mean. No, because no, you get to wear heels. 
all the time. All the time. I would love to be short so that I could just wear heels wherever. Like any dude that I date, I'd always just be so small. Like, oh, you could just throw me around. Really? Yeah, no, I'm not like See, that. I want to be tall because I want to be at eye level with the guy I'm dating. Oh, wait, I'm Inch? dating my husband. <laughs> I forgot what a date actually is. We've been together for 25 years. So now I date my five-year-old son. Well. And my two-year-old son. That's because they're like really good looking. Oh my God, they're so cute. Do you feel like, what are you going to do with all your clothes if you don't have a girl? Are you done popping them out? I would like, I mean, honestly, if someone said you can have two more babies tomorrow, I would do it. I, I mean, I, you never you, know. You can have two more babies tomorrow. Okay. I'll have two more babies. I mean, we like four would be like a cool number, but I'd like another one. Oh my goodness, that's so exciting. We'll see, what's meant to be will be, right? But Skylar only wants a girl. He already has a baby brother. He's got competition. He's like, whatever you have. He's like, screw this, you know? He literally tries to take my friend's babies, so... You know. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you have the most fashionable children. Thank you. Do they love the box of style? You know what? They love anything they- that is sparkly and fun for them to look at or play with. Um, I can't give them the below the belt belt because they will like use it as a, a weapon. They, like, they, somehow or another, my two-year-old will be tied up in a belt. 100%. So, um, but the poncho, <laughs> yes, they have used it as a blanket. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me what's like coming out in the winter one? Okay, you want to be the first to know? Yeah. This is cool that I'm like the first to know. But it's really good. You really are the first to know. This is like really, really, really really cool. It's really a big deal. (laughs) I feel like. Because this is exclusive to us and it's a really big deal. So do you know Dylan Lux? Yeah. Yes, I follow them on Instagram. Okay, great. Well. Whoa. Oh my gosh. How major is that? I'm oh so my excited. god! I'd be wearing it right now, but I wasn't supposed to tell you, but I did. Oh my gosh. Isn't that major? So it's the idea is that it's for holiday and you know that's she gonna makes be such a good big, layering big piece pieces. too exactly so this way you can wear it by itself you can layer something it. with it isn't it major um, and you can wear it various lengths it's it's adjustable so oh, you can wear it as like a amazing. choker choker you can wear it as a short necklace and then you can wear it right below your collarbone okay that just beat it's my, glitzy, my glitzy, glitzy, glitzy. black and white shawl thing that's now my this favorite is, this is next level yeah this is next level so if you're a subscriber you get all of them and then you don't have to make the decision but you know but it's also a great gift I mean that's really good. I'm not giving <laughs> mine away, really good. but I am going to gift them nice if I can work. get one because I feel like it's going to sell out really fast. It's like the most fun to receive the box because every I love how everything's like wrapped. It is, but everything's wrapped like it's in black tissue paper. Listen. So it's like a process. It's like, I love that it's not just like an immediate satisfaction thing. Like I get to like take my time <laughs> unwrapping things. I know. Wait, what sign are you? I'm a cancer. And you hoard everything, don't you? You don't get rid of anything, do you? Listen, I'm- I am in a family of cancers. My mom, my dad, and my sister. And I am a Virgo. So I am the only OCD person in my family. No, I'm definitely not OCD. It's like a curse. It's like a curse. Well, it's just like when I have emotional attachment to a lot of things, like of that's what it is. Like, I just, I'm like, oh my God, that necklace, like I haven't worn it in three years. But like, I remember like I went to this party with this person and like, that was like a really fun night. So I can't give it away. you guys are so sensitive. Yes. You are so, so sensitive. But we pretend that we're not. Okay, guys. Um, I couldn't be more single right now. If you're sick of hearing me talk about it, I don't care. It's the theme of my life. And I have a new porn website. (laughs) And that is called MacWeldon.com. And you think I'm kidding. I'm not. I've been partnered with Mac Weldon for a really long time now. And well, first, let me tell you what Mac Weldon is before I get into the story about how it, be- it became a company that like I really, truly love. Um, Mac Weldon is well, it started off as just an un- they sell underwear. But now, I mean, they sell undershirts, T-shirts, socks, sweatpants. I mean, everything for men. OK, so it's a really nice undergarment uh, brand for gentlemen and when I started working with them almost two years ago I realized just how powerful this brand was because Patrick and I had had, were going we were going through one of our breakups and he told me when we got like back together after a couple weeks that he had used my promo code to buy more Mack Weldon underwear because I had already given him some And I'm like, damn, boo, that makes you look hot as fuck. 
he's already an attractive man. That's not what I'm I'm not saying anything negative. But the way that this underwear it looks, it's just it fits so well. It's so chic. It it it, it could never be tacky. You know what I mean? You could never disappoint someone if they saw you half naked in Mack Weldon underwear. If you are a single guy or if you are in a relationship or you're married and you want to impress the person you're with or impress somebody that you're event- a stranger you're eventually going to meet and, and be with, this is the way to go. Because I'm telling you, women judge men's undergarments. I 100% do. Like a lot. That might make me an asshole, but I'm okay with that. So when Patrick told me that he used my own code while he was like on a break with me, so that means like he hated me at the time, I was like, this shit's good. He even knows it's good. Maybe that's because I was complimenting him all the time whenever he would wear it. I'm like, damn, you look you look fire. So let me explain to you why it looks so good. Not only do they have like it, the fit is great and they have really great classic colors uh what they do is they have an 18 hour jersey and so like it's a fabric that sits unrolled for 18 hours and then for some reason i guess once they finally cut it like that's what makes it like super comfortable i don't know what letting it sit unrolled would do but it looks like it does a lot and my ex-boyfriend told me it felt like it did a lot so if you go to MacWeldon.com and use my code straight up, the code is not Stasi, it's straight up. I want to clarify this like 400 times. It's MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code st- straight up. You get 20% off and that goes a really long way. I'm telling you, ladies, if you want your husband's boyfriend, significant others or dudes, if you want your boyfriend, significant others to look their best and feel their best, I suggest going to Mack Weldon and like buying a bunch for like as like Christmas presents. That's like such a wonderful gift to give somebody throw away the ratty, holy underwear like nobody wants to see that shit. If you know what, like if you don't even want to buy it, which I'm urging you to go to the website. I'm telling you, it's like my new porn stop because everybody's just like really hot and I sound like a weirdo. But seriously, MacWeldon.com, 20% off, straight up. You're welcome. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So are you dating anyone now? Pardon I'm, my ignorance. Are you dating someone like really big and famous and I just don't know? No, I'm single. I'm, I'm recently single. I was in a three-year relationship <gasps> and we broke up like three and a half months ago are so, you okay yeah is he okay i think i mean this has like been the best three months of my life so then clearly you're okay i'm okay So that's how you know it was the right decision it really was the right decision so many wonderful things are i just feel like my eyes have opened up to that's so much happens. more that i i was spending so much time on the relationship that i didn't i don't know i'm like i'm meeting like i wonder Would I have had the balls to reach out to you to do my podcast if I was still in a relationship? I don't know. Well, by the way, if you have to ask yourself that question, then he's not the right person because the right person would push you to do anything that is in your comfort zone, outside your comfort zone, something that could move your life forward and make you happy is that person. That's your partner. Your partner is someone who compliments you and brings out the best in you. And that's how I always know with my friends, if they're not the best version of themselves with whoever they're with, this is not the one. And if they end up marrying them, they typically end up getting divorced. How did you magically like end up in a magical relationship? Um, Like that doesn't really happen. I had trial and error. You know what I mean? Like, believe it or not, I met Roger when I was 19 um, that's crazy. Crazy. That does not um, happen. No. Ever. It, it doesn't. And and I have to tell you, I was the last person who ever thought I would, A, ever get married, B, um, marry him, because I was so young that I was like, oh my God, I have my whole life to live. I don't want right. to be tied down. I'd been in a two-year relationship the day before I met him. I broke up with this person and I said, I'm going to be free. I'm just going to live my life. I'm going to be myself. I don't want to be tied to anyone. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to date. I want to know what it's like to date people. I met Roger the next day. Oh my and God. we've been together I've, literally every day for 25 years. Do you guys have the cutest dynamic? 
We are insane. We live and die for each other and we bicker like Lucy and Ricky, but like we live for each other. You know, we, we are best friends. I can't breathe without him. We travel together. We live together. We work together. We have our kids together. Um, but you know, if you ask anyone in my office, I mean, we'll like totally bicker about, I mean, we'll just be talking about the box of style and like start yelling at each other. And then it's like five minutes later, it's like, what do you want for lunch? See, that's such a good dynamic. There's a good recovery. I think that's the the best, a good, a quick recovery (laughs) time. Recovery. Absolutely. Recovery. Yes. My assistant, she's always like, you guys have the quickest recovery of it. And I'm like, Look, 25 years later, if we can't quickly recover, if I took everything so seriously, it's like he's in a bad mood. He has no one to yell at except me. So here we go. You know, it's like, yes, absolutely. You know, um, but I think, listen, I think a good relationship, I think ultimately we grew up together. We grew up in our careers together. Right. And there was never one time in any life, any part of my life in the last 25 years where Roger said, don't do that don't do that. Meaning he never held me back from anything that I wanted to do that I dreamed to do. He was supportive. Even when I would leave him for a month to go to fashion weeks and stuff, it was never like, he was never like, stay with me. I need you. You need to be with me. La, 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 la. Like there was never any of that, you know? And, and I think that the key to success in a relationship is you have to let the other person exist without you and exist with you. And that ultimately all starts with trust because if you don't have trust, then like every time they walk out the door, you're like, what are they doing? Where are they going? You know, um, you know, and I, I, I've literally never once in 25 years said, I don't want Roger to go away with his friends for the weekend because I don't know what he's doing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. as soon as you have that in your head, you can't be, you, with, you that can't be with that person. No, that's 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 just that's the beginning of the end. You're like a wise Buddha. <laughs> it's like a fashiony Buddha. <laughs> Do you have any you're people you can set me up funniest. with then? Probably. I seriously. I feel like you're really young though. I'm Hold 28. It. Oh my God. I'm going you on. work here. Everyone in here is 28. 28, um, 25, I'll work here. 30, I'll 30, get 31. your coffee. Roger and I are like grandparents around here. I We're find that very like, hard to believe. I mean, listen. I follow you on Instagram. You only do fun things every day. Well, that's because my life is a certain life, but you know, ultimately I'm tired. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Are you really tired? At your age, I was never tired. You still don't seem like you get tired. Because I I do run on adrenaline. I've never slept. It's not, sleep has never been a big part of my life. That's like so much fun. Sleeping is like the best. No, see, that's a cancer thing. Virgos don't sleep. Go to any Virgo. They'll tell you they don't sleep. Wait, so like how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Max. Maximum a well-rested night is five hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would look way better if I got more sleep. What? See these things? You couldn't look better. That's incredible. (laughs) You're so sweet. Um, But yeah, my son doesn't sleep. Skylar doesn't sleep, but Caius does sleep because Roger loves sleep and Caius loves sleep. Oh my, do you ever just like, okay, do you ever like wake up and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I just feel like eating Doritos and drinking wine and watching TV all day. I'm just I can't. So you've never done that. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. And before that, it was just my career. I was on set every day at 5 a.m. You know, you never were just like, eh, I don't think today I don't feel like it. Um, if I had like a Sunday or a Saturday in my old life, pre-children, I haven't had one in six years. So since my kids were born, absolutely not those days. Um, in my old life, if I had that, Roger and I would like sit in our bathrobes all day and literally just order in everything and like not leave our house. And he'd be like, what do you want to do? Do you want to like go somewhere? Do you want to get on a plane? I'd be like, do you want to get on a plane? People ask that. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. That's like the bougiest relaxing time I've ever heard. And that is goals in every freaking way. Like I want. A bathrobe and takeout. Yes. That is what I want for my future and for my life, Rachel. I want to be with somebody who our idea of relaxing is sitting around in our bathrobes, ordering takeout, being like, should we get on a plane? No. Should we get on a plane? Like, where are you going? No, no. Like, I I feel like um, I might have some people to set you up with. I Just might. Let that marinate. I okay? might. I might. Listen, I could fill out a questionnaire Please for do. you Please if you do. would like. Please do. <laughs> I mean, Roger has some friends. I mean, they're old enough to be your parent. Um, Nuh-uh. I know, I know some people. Let me think about this. Because I won't set people up unless I think it's really, really going to work. 
You know what I mean? Like it, like I won't do it just so like you guys can like hang out for a day. Totally. I'm only going to do it if I think there's a really good chance that this outcome is going to be a good one. Well, listen, I'm I can be patient. You can. I can. So you're 28. You have to be patient. Well, <laughs> I know. You have to be. Although I was married at your age, which is so crazy. That is so crazy. It's so crazy. I can't even like I can't even believe it. I mean, but I am going to do a vow renewal. You so. are. Mm-hmm. We have our 20. We just celebrated 25 years from our first date. And in February 2018 will be our 20-year wedding anniversary. That is crazy. Vow renewal. Congratulations. And my kids will be there. Maybe I'll have four more kids. I don't know. Maybe I'll be married to one of your friends by Maybe that time. Maybe I'll be married to one of my friends. You never know. So then I would be there just by default. hundred percent. So. I feel like you have to come. Don't tempt me right now. Like, I don't think you know me, but like when somebody invites me to something... I show up, even if it's across the world. But you do know, you do know, never be the first one at the party and never, ever be the last one at the party. You know that, right? Yeah. I'm teaching my children that. that. They don't get it yet. They're the last one in the bouncy house. They're like, literally the bouncy house is like deflating and my kids are still there, like eating and trying to find like a cupcake somewhere. Oh, sky, sky. I'm like, sky, it's not (laughs) chic. Like you need to understand it is really not chic to like be the last one. Get it together. Can I just say, I saw you and um, your kids at All Fudge. (gasps) No way. Why don't you say hi? Okay, so I've seen you a few times, okay, and I You're didn't so crazy. go How up. Did you not say hi? So the first time was at Hugo's, and I called oh, Son, our producer, and yeah. I was like, "I'm crying right now." My friends were making fun of me because I'm Stop. like, "This was the first time I." And this was like four or five years ago. I'm like, "The first time I ever saw you in person," and I start tearing up. No. And I'm on the phone with Son, and my friends are recording me because they're like, "You're so weird." I'm like, "You don't get it. I can't go up to her because I don't have my perfect." outfit on oh my god I, would I look never like judge. shit no. and every other time after that I was like I just what am I gonna say like what would I say you say hi your name and we we hang out <laughs> you sit down we we have a drink and you know coffee tea you say hi to my kids you hang out in the playroom at Fudge, and you know and it's fun now I we know I'm up in the treehouse there but I'll climb up in the treehouse with you. You will? 100%. You can always find my kids in the treehouse. Well, I think we should maybe have a wine night in the treehouse. Let's do it. That Let's would be so it. much fun. I think we should do it. Um, although getting down that spiral is not easy. Just saying. Have you actually been up in the treehouse, though, for yeah. else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to picture Rachel's up house. in the treehouse. <laughs> I love a good treehouse. In my New York City loft years ago, we had three, se- three sets of spiral staircases. And each floor had like a little like nook. And I used to just, they were kind of like tree houses and I used to hang out. That's so cool. I know. I wish I still had that apartment. It was so good. You have such a fun life. It was there like a moment where you were just like, this is, holy shit, this is my life. I mean, I'm sure you had a million of those. No, I know. To be honest, I never did. In the moment, no. In the moment, no, because it was all work. Like, meaning like, no matter how amazing this moment is, this is my job and I have to get up at five and make sure this person is dressed by seven and they have to look good and I can't be hungover and I can't be too tired. They can be too tired. I can't be too tired. So like in those moments where you're like having fun, I would just always have control and I would never realize what was happening until long after. Like now I'm like, okay, yeah, I did that Stephen Klein shoot and that Mario Testino shoot in Prague with Brad Pitt. Yeah, that was surreal. That was a cool moment. Like in hindsight, yes, but in the moment, no. In the moment, because I'm very superstitious and um, for me, I never, I've never been one to like stop and smell the roses and pat myself on the back and because I still don't feel that way. I still feel like I have so much left to do. Like what? Like everything. Cure cancer? There's nothing yeah, left for you to do. Or at least raise money to cure cancer. Well, yeah, that would be ideal. I mean, I am no doctor, but you know, at least I'm I I'm sure can... you could figure it out, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. If I could, if only I could, if only I could, that would be everything. That would, that would be a proud moment. But, um... But yeah, I have a lot left to do. I can't thank you enough for doing this with me. I can't thank you enough for coming to hang out this with me was in my office today. So cool. Oh, thank you. You don't understand. I do because I'm having a lot of fun. I'm so glad that you're having fun. I'm having fun. You're so cute. Thank you. <laughs> what would you change about me, my clothes? I don't I won't have I don't have like an, anything I feel like you're so cute right now really yeah and I like that the blue on your headset matches your eyes did you do that on purpose you well, did blue is my favorite color it is mm-hmm. it's my son's favorite colors they fight over the blue cup every morning really so I had to get an extra blue one because I was doing one blue and one green and you know maybe one of them could be my like fourth or fifth husband 
like 30 years from now? Honestly, if one of my children is dating someone 30 years older than them, I'm literally going to be really upset. 28 years. Yeah, I would I, I, I would I would be as well. I think that wouldn't be, I guess, but ideal. You know, everyone always says Can to I me, call like, you if, mom? <laughs> everyone here does. <laughs> my nickname's Mama Zoe. Um, oh, that's so cute. It is. We call Roger dad a lot. You know, some of the people who have been here for a while, they'll be like, oh, I got to go ask dad for money. You know. I love it here. I feel like we're like, it's like a club and I'm like almost in. Just give me the key. You know, hashtag. the key to wear around my neck. You know my hashtag, right? Best team ever. That's your hashtag? Yeah. That's one of a, them. That's one of my favorite one. hashies, you know. Hashies? Hashies. I love hashtags. I try not to over hashtag. I've been instructed not to over hashtag. You can't over hashtag. That's so annoying when people over hashtag. Because That's then it takes away from the message. So maximum of three. I mean, you better make those three like worth it. You know, I like do. they like to put in a hashtag, like that you're committing to like shifting like an actual caption. You know, right? So I can't put La La Land, Cali. Oh Cali my God! Nights. Please do not do La La Land or Cali Night. Love La La Land. Do we you live really La do La that? Land. You do hashtag La La Land. I do La La Land all the time, but I can say that because I'm not from here, no. and I do still think I live in La. Do La you Land. know who does hashtag La La Land? Oh God, People who? who are standing at the corner of Hollywood and Highland, like that, just came from like Ripley's Believe It or See, Not Museum. This is an age gap. <laughs> if I was 28, I wouldn't be writing La La Land, right? Definitely. Not see? you wouldn't. Here's where you see my age. I'm 35. Oh, I'm 35. I got seven years on you. That's, That's how old really Skyler not... thinks I am. So wait, I thought you were like 35. I am. <laughs> wait, I thought you were. I am. I totally. I'm am. not going to ask your age, but no, like you don't want to do that. I legit thought. I mean, unfortunately, and there's then Google, was... so you can't actually lie these days. You know. I see, Fortunately I... and unfortunately, there's Google. I don't really look up people's ages. Well, why would you? Who cares, right? There's like a new thing law that was just passed that like you can't put actors' ages anymore. You don't have to. Seriously? So yeah, I like you should be, be protected. Able to put anyone's age. I think so too. You shouldn't like it, it's irrelevant. You know, I agree with that. So I'm 35. You're 35. Cool. Absolutely. Cool. I love being 35. It's a good age. Well, you are like my favorite person in the whole world. And this has been so magical. Aww. And I'm, you might just like find me in an hour, like hanging with like some of the <laughs> clothes. Like, yeah, somewhere. just like, you know, in between like dresses and well, all we of that stuff. We got to send you off with some goodies. Seriously? You, you my, wouldn't by tease the way, me. my whole office is like geeking out. They're all obsessed with you. So did anyone like stalk you on the way in here? No, everybody was so nice. Courtney, my assistant, is obsessed with you. Um, sorry. That's so, so I, nice. I, like when you go out there, crazy things can happen. I'm just telling you, when you walk out this safe area of my office, crazy things could happen. So then that means I'm allowed to like Snapchat everywhere. Uh, yeah, because okay. I think everyone's going to want to take snap yes. things and uh, Instas and things like that with yeah, you. Yeah, let's just like but have a like fun wine to story. You. <laughs> I don't know where my phone is. I have no idea where my phone is, which is weird. Am I sitting on it? Hold on. Hold on. I feel like I should Insta story you. This is so fun. I want to do that. Well, the cool thing about what we're doing is we could be wearing like pajamas right now. Oh, Next yeah. time we do this, can we wear bathrobes? Are you telling me that you're willing to do this again? I do this again. I feel like it was so fun. Rachel, thank you so much. Oh and God, absolutely, course. we can wear bathrobes because I want to be bougie like you. You are bougie. Um, I'm like a wannabe bougie. No, you're not. <laughs> Hold on. See how slow I am? Hold on. You see how long it's taking me to get to my thing? It's okay. Listen. This? I'm not even there yet. Here we go. It's this long. Oh, God. It gets on me. Oh, God. I hate when that happens. Yeah, it's always like the worst. It's hey. like the most. Hello. Hi. Tell me everything. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for making me your new best friend and introducing me to my new husband. Like, we're going to be besties. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, I sound like a psycho Don't And I worry. love it You're not a psycho How excited are you about that? that it, this necklace You guys You have to go I'm, I'm going to talk Once I leave I'm, And I'm going to talk about to The boxer her today box, no, I have I one can't. I have one coming to My yeah, apartment you need one for your mom Or your sister Do you have a sister? Yeah so you I have a mom and a sister. sister They would die It's so freaking cute You can double subscribe that's actually a great idea a different because meaning. then it'd be no, like really it. good gifts for people. That's what I, I mean. I, it's that's everyone's favorite gift because they're like, you're not giving me one thing. You're giving me six things yeah. or seven things. Or- Ooh, another thing I loved was the red um, caftan. I wore it <gasps> in Bora Bora. so good. So glamorous. Wait till you see a holiday in spring. You're going to flip out. You went to Bora Bora. Look at you, bougie bouge. 
See, I told you. That's what I'm saying. My friends invited me that morning, and then I actually flew there that night. So you can't invite me to things. I will say yes. I will go well, at any length. you can't turn down Bora Bora, can you? No. I, I might be like, hey, you want to go to Ofudge with me? <laughs> be like, heck yeah, and I'll go sit in the tree with Sky Sky. Like, I don't care. He's so much more fun than me, by the way. My kids are so much more interesting. Isn't it always like that? Yeah, I mean, because they're unfiltered. Yeah. See, that's how I want to live my life, as unfiltered as possible. I already don't like the girls they date, so... I'm sorry, what? Any girl that they date, I don't like them. No. Just so you know. Are you going to be one of those moms? Yes, for sure. Oh, no. For sure. 100% I feel one of those so moms. bad for anyone that they bring home that's going to suck so bad. I just don't think that any girl's good enough for my kids, unless it's one of my friend's daughters that I already know, and I've known them since birth, and I know their parents. Huh. I feel like you should like do like an arranged hashtag boys mom. Hashtag. <laughs> no one's good enough for my son. But I'm kidding. Oh, I, I I really do. In in all seriousness, just want them to like love and be happy I, un- until they bring somebody home that you don't approve of. Exactly, and then yeah. I ruin their lives. I get that. Uh, you're scaring me, but okay. in a really okay, good so, way. So on that note, on that note, you need to go visit everyone in my office now, so I they will. can geek out. Yes, and you guys. I mean, I don't even know how to say, like, follow Rachel Zoe with this. Go to the Zoe report. Get the box of style. Buy her clothes. Like, there's too many things. She does everything. And she's so much cooler even in person. Oh, you're so sweet. Which, that doesn't happen very often. Thank you're you. You're the cutest. Thank you so much. Thank you. Should we cheers again? Yes. And next time in our bathrobes, right? Absolutely. Okay, good. 